Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'll tell you what, I'm with um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran this morning. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you can text us on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the via... Um, oh, yeah, through the Absolute Radio website, you can email us. That old, that old method. Uh... Do you remember last week when I came in? I, 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 I had a lady driver in the morning who drove me in. Oh, yes. yes. You were quite shocked she had a, to recall. She had a six-year-old who asked her um, what people are for. Oh, yeah. Mm. We had that as a text in. Yeah. I was, she's from... Uh, very nice. I had her again this morning, coincidentally. From She's from Latvia. Mm-hmm. And I, we went past um, a major... And you two are getting on famously. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went... Um, we went past one of the major department stores on Regent Street in the centre of uh, London, a, a conurbation in the uh, southeast of England. And it was that, you know, this odd modern phenomenon of uh, teenage boys mainly queuing for training shoes? Yes. Oh, yes. Is there yeah. a new Nike Hirachi or something like well, that? Well, I mean, I, I, I've, I haven't looked at my alerts. Right. <laughs> my plimsoll alerts, which I normally have. <laughs> com. Um, pomps alerts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I, don't, I'm, but I, I see them there. And they, they, uh-huh. You know what? One associates teenage boys with a sort of a reckless, rebellious freedom. They uh-huh. have, like, fold-up chairs with them. Oh, yeah. Have they been out clobbing like that? <laughs> you know, can I just put this... I can just leave my deck chair in the... Uh, they will queue for walk. train it, for plimsolls. Yeah. So I said to her, I said, that is a... Ama- I said, you know... She said, uh, what, what is that? And I said, no, it's... it's they are, They've queued over... I bet... I said, there'll be kids who've been there since two o'clock mm-hmm. to get the new trainers. I said, it's... I find it amazing. She said... Uh, she thought for a while and she said... I queued two hours for sausage once. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> we all? I said, I said, that's one of the best East European anecdotes I've ever... And then she started rattling off some of the other things she'd queued for. Soap. Excellent. Soap. Soap. <laughs> yeah. Respect to her. What's the point? She said it's all changed now, so that's, that's progress. We begin on a high note. Yes. Uh-huh. Eastern Europe on the way up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That was capital now. I'd have played lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, I did, um, I saw an odd thing this week. Now, I, I tell you what, I'd like, I, I'd like your advice. Yes. I was, I was walking, um, down the high street when I heard footsteps. Well, I was walking down the road and I, I could hear, no, no. <laughs> it was Gordon Brown. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, I heard this and I thought, oh, that's a bit weird. And um, there was a woman and she got this kid on the ground. He got his school uniform on. And she was clearly his mum. Mm. And they were, they were like, physically wrestling. <laughs> oh, they were grappling? Yeah, they were physically wrestling. And he was going, no, I don't, I'm going. And she was going, God, it. it was just like that. Was it Kerry Katona? There was people saying, <laughs> 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 what, Celebrity Mum of the Year? And people were, I think she'd gone to Iceland. Oh, yeah. She was absent. People yeah. were, co- people had uh, come out, you know, to see what it was and stuff. And, and, and I was walking, I physically stepped over them. 
And I thought, should I do something here? Because the woman looked like she was happy. I mean, but one of the things she did, which is very hard, she reached, while they were wrestling, she reached right out, reached right, you know, like, you know, like when they're in prison in a cowboy film and they're reaching for the keys. Uh-huh. She did that, reached right out, and she managed to get one of his crocs off and threw it over <laughs> a fence. Wow. Can I just say I love this woman? <laughs> I don't know if that was a way of disabling him in some If I get the Crocs off, he won't get far. You know, the problem is you can't really get involved, Frank. Well, that was what I thought. I but can. Do you know why? If I domestic. get involved... Well, no, if I get involved, it's, it's you know, social conscience. If you get involved, it's a reality show. Let's because well, of the cloak of celebrity. No, but I needn't applied my celebrity card. I, I could don't have, think you can help If I could have said, no, hold this. I'm four-star <laughs> comedian, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Do we really need this, guys? Is this what life's about, guys? I could have done that. Mm. But um, I, I was worried about that thing about um, getting involved. It, it was... I feel bad did now. Did you leave them grappling? I did, and, and afterwards I thought to myself, what if it was actually a mugging? <laughs> oh, yeah, and she was stealing his Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> one at a time over the fence. Com- got an accomplice with a bin line on the side of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm implicated. Absolute... Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know, you were talking about the youths queuing for trainers. Yes. Uh, 740, a.k.a. Ian Angle. Ian Angle, regular. Mm-hmm. It'll be a pawn. This'll be a pawn. Yeah. Well, he says you could have a designated phone line for it, the Plimsoll line. <laughs> don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm sorry, Ian. You don't do get history. It. I did do history, but not all of it. Well, you, you so missed there's, out. There's little bits that I missed. Aspects of the 19th century. Did you do nautical history? Line. Yeah. Did the history of medicine, did the Wild West, there's did a various line. bits of history. No, I might get this wrong, back me up. Um, okay. There's a line on the side of a ship, which yes. is roughly where it should sit in the water. So, yeah. the, uh, so the, the surface of the water. The water. So if, if, you're, if you've gone too low, you've got too much mm-hmm. uh, cargo on, is the idea. Yeah. I think it was... Very good, Frank. It's something like Samuel Plimsoll. Yes, you know, no, you know, I believe it is. You know when you hear a name... <laughs> and you think, um, like, you know, like the typewriter. Mm-hmm. Then you find the inventor something like Jeff Typewriter. <laughs> so that, that, what's the chances? Like the saxophone was interview, in, in, introduced by a bloke called Sax, right? Yeah. Um, and you know when you associate, I always associate, associate the saxophone with like a, a black man in shades and maybe a slightly long coat uh-huh. standing at a, a tube station. <laughs> Yeah, that. How very Athena card of you. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a very, um, a very Ronnie Wood painting of me. <laughs> but um, it isn't. It was uh, invented by a Belgian. No. Really? Yeah, you don't think. I don't, don't think. But I think you Belgian. see. I believe it was Charles Babbage who invented the computer. May oh. I just say, I think I'd prefer them to be called Babbages. Yes, yeah. yeah. Did he invent baggage? <laughs> Need to reboot my babbage. I like yeah. the idea that there's a real vague one, like somebody called, you know, Gordon Suitcase, who invented yeah. the suitcase. <laughs> Have you got any good um, inventors' <laughs> surnames? Do send them in. I like the very literal ones. When you've literally been, yeah, 8 yeah. 12 15. When you've literally get someone like Dave Sausage, who invented the sausage. <laughs> that just makes me so happy. Daisy was just saying that she had a, a, a showdown, as she put it, in a street with uh, with her child. Mm. And come on, I can tell this story, can't I? And a woman came up and said, uh, count to ten. And she counted to ten and it works. So it's an old advice. Why didn't I say I that? I would have liked that. No. I just think, I, 
I'll do with this. No, but that's it, you see. That's yeah. why I didn't get involved. Mm. When, when Emily said I would have gone up, would you, on, would you honestly have said something? Yeah, I think I would have. Really? What if mm. I just joined in with the wrestling? But I love a, yes. sc- I love a scrap. Pile <laughs> <laughs> up! See, if you had said, um, I've actually got a bit of experience at this, I know quite a lot of these moves, why don't I just press my chest onto yeah. him? Got him I- in a Boston crab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, I say, she I might mean, have you've gone straight to a high-level move there, but... <laughs> he was about ten, so oh, he, was he? he wasn't small, you know. What was the school uniform like? Um, oh, I know what you're driving at here. No, I'm just intrigued. Did it look smart? It was a Berta, a blazer, <laughs> well, and probably, some knee length pro- socks. It probably short. looked a bit smarter before he started rolling about on the pavement. <laughs> um, oh. It looked, it was, you know, grey. There's okay. a lot of grey in a school uniform, grey right. jumper. It wasn't white with like a black belt round it. <laughs> no. <the middle> <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah, she was wearing a similar <laughs> outfit. I just assumed she was joining in. <laughs> Oh, Actually, what I wasn't was... in a street, now I was in a gymnasium. <laughs> <laughs> I was crossing a gymnasium as a shortcut. <laughs> what if it was some sort of prankster show? See, oh. I just think everything is a prankster show now. Oh. But then he'd for the, been, for, for he'd the interweb, a... that's why I don't get involved. But wouldn't he have been like 35-year-old with a wig on or something <laughs> like that? He was definitely a child. Okay. Right. Anyway, I, I, I really, I'd like to, what would you have done, Al? Um, I would have probably watched it to see what um, what wrestling they weren't doing well, um, mm. given that I have an interest, um, a passing interest in the grappling would arts. Would you have up some signs like they do at those stuff Need to get both his shoulders on the floor. <laughs> um, but no, I don't think I would have intervened, because no, I once intervened in, uh, in Cardiff, I once intervened in a man... Uh, you intervened shouting. in a man. A man was shouting at another man, and I sort of stepped in, and uh, and <laughs> I got punched in the face for my trouble. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. So I might not have done that in case the kid turned on me and then battered me. So I that's told th- you, look after that face. <laughs> so that's the message coming from Absolute Radio. Ignore cr- criminal accidents yeah. or this, and just keep walking. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sound a bit strange. No. Okay, it must just be my headphones. Sorry, everyone. Um, we, yes. We've had a few texts in about inventions. You were looking for uh, inventions that were invented by people with the name of the invention. Mm, that's um, what I'm looking for. So far, we've not actually had that, but we have had them um, from six one zero. My dad told me Dick Van Dyke invented the DVD player. That's excellent. Oh, <laughs> he says yeah. he believed him. I'm not sure. Can I say I love that, Dad? <laughs> That's right. I wonder if he's known as DVD, like um, AVB, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, mm. um, and uh, Henry Ford invented the Ford. That's from Simon, the art dealer. He did. Yeah, that is he a did, fact. Yeah. That is a fact, yeah. Good yeah. work. What was his big quote, Henry Ford? Didn't he say all history is bonk, wasn't that? Oh, him? did he? Well, I, think I so. believe he also said any colour as long as it's black, and I love him for that. Did he? Because it's very fashion. Mm. Okay. Mm. Did they do a, a, a map? version of that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Matt Black. <laughs> M- Matt Ford. <laughs> oh, nice. It was, uh, I thought it was quite an uh, obscure remark, but never mind, I threw <laughs> it in. That's never stopped me on this show before, let's face it. <laughs> no. I, um, I, I, my s- I put my son to bed yesterday, and then he started, uh, not yesterday, before he started crying, so I went up to see what, the wrong, what was wrong. You're going to have a grapple. <laughs> I said, yeah, he's a bit young for it. <laughs> If this woman had been grappling with a two-year-old, I think I might have had to have stepped in. Um, but um, luckily, I always keep mace. You always carry mace? Mm-hmm. I always carry mace. 
I didn't, I didn't use it on this account. Anyway, so I went up to see what he was crying for. And he said, um, I've got a hair in my mouth. And, you know, I guess quite nostalgic. I'd sort of forgotten. <laughs> yeah. I'd forgotten about having a hair in your mouth. And I thought, oh, do people still get that? Well, I love the idea of crying as a result of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could have what a brilliant way to approach life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh... I, I didn't know. You would think he looked to me. I felt like he thought you're, you know, you're a senior person. Yeah. You'll, you'll have worked out a way of dealing with it, right? You'll have a coping strategy. And you know what? I, I haven't. Yeah. And then, would you believe this? I woke up this morning and I had a hair in my mouth. No. Oh, I thought you looked a bit red eyed. <laughs> Kate Middleton, nineteen. <laughs> no, honestly, I did. Um, and I thought it's a weird coincidence, but um, I thought, you know, I. It, there must be, you know, when you get everything has got an old wives' tale, if you can say that, an old, um, an old spouse's tale mm-hmm. tied to it. I think it's okay with old wives' tale. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it might be sexist. Doesn't it? I think it's a phrase. It's never stopped us before. It hasn't been updated yet. No, but we'll go with the old one. Okay. Um, it's all right, I'm your diplomatic community because <laughs> I'm in the room. With a matriarchal tale. Um, <laughs> you'd think there would be something that is out to get an, an air out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That you have to do something. Like lick a cat or eat a yeah. something. Lick a cat's tongue. So do tongues what sort for of the thing? cat. Eat, so you a, know a cat, eat a bit of blue tack. Cat's got that sort of. Oh, yeah. Chew, well, not eat it, just chew it. Like, I don't actually, think that's very responsible g- advice on absolute radio. No, no. Eat no. a bit of blue tack. Can I say Hey, I was, <laughs> I'm spitballing here. <laughs> but um, you would be. Well, that's because of that blue tack. <laughs> yeah. but, what about, but chewing gum's not a bad shout, is it? No, that's, that seems alright. If all right, you had chewing gum, that That's would... a great idea to give <laughs> to a child when he's no, in, a be- in bed. I meant for me, I couldn't have done <laughs> okay. it for him. With him, yeah, I'd, have just, I'd have just done that thing of doing the sellotape around my hand, like when you're removing lint from a velvet <laughs> jacket, and then just gone over his tongue with it. I like the fact that you said when removing lint from a velvet jacket, and you looked at me rather than Emily. That was a strange moment. <laughs> I imagine oh, you own a velvet often jacket. Often covered in the velvet. Do you not have a midnight blue velvet jacket? I don't, although... You wear for I mean, corporate. The Austin Powers. I'd, I'd be in the market for one if anybody's going to send them. Do don't you know send what? it, I'll smash it up. I <laughs> must have at least... <laughs> I'm putting it on the brazier if it arrives. <laughs> I'm putting it on Jeff Brazier. <laughs> I think he'll carry it off. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. It may not surprise you to uh, learn that we're having various people text us with um, the inventor of the toilet. So we'll just um, oh, let's, yes. let's just park that and move on. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. But that, thanks for joining in. We'll put a lid on it. That's very good. <laughs> um, I like that Beyonce song. <laughs> I liked it so much I put a lid on it. <laughs> That'd be good if it was uh, all the engaged ladies, all the vacant ladies, <laughs> ladies, all the vacant ladies. Yeah. Um, anyway, got an itch. Oh, be, she could be called Peonceet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's gone very toilet. Uh-huh. I was trying to move things along as well. I wasn't trying to no, no, do no, a load of toilet-based puns. I, 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 yeah, I let's can't. raise the tone. Let's talk about the hairs in your mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, but th- that is... It's, it's, it's a fact of life, Frank. It happens to us all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, I bet there's a cure for it. That um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll find it. Someone will come up with it. I mean, just could you imagine getting an air- airbrush that hasn't been drawn for a week and just, like, really munching on it? Oh. Exactly. Why is that so bad? Eight twelve fifteen. So, um, <laughs> speaking of um, 
the body, the human body. I, when I lived, I, I moved house in um, in December. Mm-hmm. Some of our regular listeners, readers might know. And um, when where I used to live, there was a a chiropodist in walking distance. Mm-hmm. And I, I was a regular. I'd never, I'd never gone in for it before. Mm. Really got into it. Do you remember that time when he, he slightly slipped with his um, sanding thing, and I got a face full of my own foot? <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Yeah, I was in a shower of my own body. It was uh, no. Anyway, that's enough of those old anecdotes. <laughs> um, I doubt that. Yeah, and uh, I, I, since I've moved, I haven't found one. And I noticed the other day that I walked... I got a wooden floor in, in the bedroom. I walked across the other day. You know when you hear a dog walk across linoleum? Yeah. Oh, the well, scratching. The, this wasn't my nails. This was just the hard skin on my... And, uh... Oh, have you got oh. mi- middle-earth feet? I think I may be a little taller since I've stopped going to a <laughs> chiropodist. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's really... Uh, it's, it's building up mm-hmm. the... Um, it, I'm look, there's an espradial sole forming on the bottom of my. <laughs> How feet. bad is it? It's not. I think I could do. Um, is it geographical map? Is it? You know when you see a, um, a picture of the Earth's core when you're when you're. Well, doing it's geography. very hard to see the bottom of your own feet. Good point. I mean, I'm I'm not a, a flexible man in in so many ways. <laughs> um, and I don't know how you do that because I think position a mirror and sit in a seat. Yeah, but it's, it's it's a bit of a palaver. Mm-hmm. I think you'll agree. It's mm. a bit. It's I mean, a, if it's you're an passing Anna Pavlova, if you're passing a shoe shop, you could just go in and kick your shoes and socks <laughs> off and uh, have a little sit down, couldn't you? You know, they've got the mirrors on the floor. Oh yeah, I've, true. Um, I've got mm. a wonderful Chinese man, and he will sort your feet out for you. Okay. Who just sands is them he, down? Is he a chiropodist? No. Okay. Um, I'll is talk. It? I'll talk to you about him. But he will, he will basically sand your feet down. He files them down. He'll get rid of all that skin. But he's not a chiropodist. You don't need a chiropodist. What is he, a carpenter? And <laughs> <laughs> it's polisher. An odd yeah. job, man. Sorry, I nearly did the voice. Hold on. Frank. Let's just have a moment. I didn't it's... do it. I didn't get that far. What I'm going to call it is an extreme pedicure. And that's what you need. I'm, I'm growing my own... You know those... Um, is it wheelies, those things that kids yes, have? Those yeah, trainers. <laughs> I'm growing my own wheelies. I think I could probably... On a shiny floor, I reckon I could do between 15 and 20 feet on my own hard skin. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I've never been to a chiropodist, so if, you, if you're getting taller, maybe that's the secret of my six-foot-three height. Yeah. Perhaps if, you, if I went, I might come out and they'd go, oh... Yeah, you let throw your trousers up. <laughs> Would that work? Is that right? Or would it, wouldn't, wouldn't the height be below the trouser? There's any mathematicians. <laughs> if I had uh, an inch of hard skin removed off the bottom of my feet, would I have to turn my trousers up or would um, would it be from another area? I can't work that out. Oh, there's think... a solution to hair in the mouth as well, Frank, which oh. I'll tell you in a minute. OK, well, let's, let's have some adverts, otherwise the entire um, station will close down. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. It's quite nippy in here, Frank. It is, and, um, it is a bit. Alan <clears throat> offered me the use of his socks, and I'm debating whether to take him up on the I offer. Offered, what do, what I say you? Some clean socks. I did say I've got some clean, warm socks in my bag. I think I made it clear. 
Are they sort of black nylon football socks? Um, I'll have a look if you want. Okay. I, I think they're a... I think it's okay. a lovely offer. Shall I do it? Well, why not? If they're, okay. they're clean socks. If you're perishing because of the air con, mm. okay. you know, why not? <laughs> Fill your boots. And this talked me into a reminiscence from uh, Smethic Supplementary Benefit Office in the uh, 70s. When a, um, a young woman said to an old man, uh, Can I borrow your socks? My, <laughs> my feet are cold. And uh, he refused. She really pressed it as well. Come on, let's borrow your socks. Feet are cold. <laughs> he was wearing them, kind of point. He wasn't carrying socks, didn't he? How could she put them on when he was wearing them? Well, he'd have to take them off. First. Them off. <laughs> that's, that's the process. He takes them off, she puts no, them I on. Don't, you I know don't think very she was well suggesting I mean. that she slid her feet into his socks. I mean, I just think been. it's a disgusting prospect. Well, yes, it was. I was uh, appalled. Well, I say that, but I'm about to slip into the cockerels. Okay. And relax. (laughs) 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 Tell you what I could do. Those um, piranha, you know those piranha that do your feet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the fishies. Yeah. That'd be a good way Let's go for a fishy peddy, Frank. All of us. It'll be pretty. No, I said said nothing about you. I think I'll have to call into them first. I'd let them soak for half an hour first before you go at them, because they're pretty brittle. (laughs) What I need, perhaps if I got, say, five or six devil dogs in a sack, put my feet in there, (laughs) just to to break the crust of it. The devil dog peddy, I love it. Yeah. So um, the Devil Dog Peddy. They, uh, mm. Now their second album <laughs> was brilliant. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I saw a pig this week. What? Yeah. Did you? Not often see, thing you see in central London. What? What? No. On? I went to a sort of one of these urban farms again. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> And, uh, there what was, there what was, was on offer? Because, no offence, t- but I've found there's a lot of threadbare rabbits when I've been and not much else. Yeah, well, there was a, one pig, <clears throat> which I felt sorry, but I've been in solitary for a pig. Mm. And it's one of these animals which I've moaned about before on the show that wouldn't come out. Oh, oh. So she, she was largely in her living quarters, I think she... Mm. And just lying, lying around on grass. There was a lion. But really. What were you oh, expecting yeah. from a pig? Gymnastics display? I know, but I mean, really not making any sort of effort at all. <laughs> OK. And there was two cows. Um, Aren't there always? I think that was about it. I think there might have been sheep, but, you know. I hate it when they put... They a- don't count, do they? Sometimes they put a dog in a pen. And if you count them, of course, you can become drowsy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't see a dog in I a pen. I know I've seen that where they pretend that's one of the farm animals. You no, can't do that. No, But the no. pig was... Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I suppose, you know, even so, it still seemed quite exciting to see two cows and a pig in the middle of London. Where, where in the same this? way that, say, if you had... Say, if you went into the country and held up, uh, say, an iPad... Yes. You can imagine <laughs> you can locals traffic. coming yeah, out yeah. of their cottages <laughs> to come and have yeah. a... It was like that. Mm-hmm. Like I took a, like I'd gone to them, mm-hmm. they'd come to me. Yeah, I, uh, I liked it. You have to wash your the advice on washing your hands is obsessive in the extreme. You have to wash your hands like if you look at a pig, you have to wash your hands. Right? If you look at one, yeah, just to look at yeah. one, <laughs> just in case in your mind you um, imagined it's um, mm-hmm. coarse exterior. 
course. No, it turns out it was a hairy, one of those really hairy pigs. You know, you think pigs, uh, they're not that hairy. Oh, they're not soft, they're her suits. Except in that, 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 that hair in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a kiss goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I like a bit of crackling. It's the backs I don't like. The I backs? Like, they've got backs like Madonna. Yeah, um, luckily was wearing a, a frock coat. Oh, good. So that wasn't, wasn't really her problem. <laughs> 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 oh, the pig in the city anecdote, I think, is, <laughs> is, is the one that could swing the, swing the award for us this year. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Ellen Cochran. Helen? Helen. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a girl's day here. <laughs> Text in on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've already had an email in. Um, um, well, actually, I believe it's a text. 671. Frank, Emily and Alan, I think my mum has an OC, obscure crush, on the cockerel. But she's married with three children, so keep your chicken drumstick off. That's fine. Also, Dare of the Triffids was a question on Pointless, Emily. Oh, my God. Was <laughs> it? Yes. What, a general one about the book or about your particular production from the 1980s? Well, I don't oh, know, but obviously I'll be ordering that immediately. Mm. Ordering it, you say? Yeah. And as for the uh, married with three children, that's fine. It's fine, it's fine. It's good, it's good to be an obscure crush of any room. You can't write people off because they're married no, with three children. No, not at all. Doesn't mean that they're, they're, that they haven't stopped longing. And hey, who knows what the future brings, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Russell Grant. <laughs> Tonight at um, Justin Toper. <laughs> Justin Toper. <laughs> yeah, he knows. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, God, yeah. Meg. <laughs> I oh, yeah. I think of any more. Think of any more. Uh, they're, not, they're, no. not, they're not as big as they used to be. This I'm going to call them your Mount Rushmore of astrologers, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It doesn't yeah, get bigger yeah. than Topa. Well, I'd say <laughs> does get Grant, Grant's bigger than uh, Topa. <laughs> <laughs> Grant is bigger than Topa. That's what we say in our house when we're arguing about clairvoyance <laughs> as we sit around. Bing Crosby there with his arguing against clairvoyance, about <laughs> clairvoyance, new single. Um, it's, I think it's time for a bit of Bieber watch on this show. Now, Mystic Megzophony, <laughs> she worked for a newspaper, writing things like weather, when suddenly took on the stars. Um, Bing. Yeah? I don't know if it's working, mate. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Bing. I don't think Bing took it well. See, I think... Uh, I don't think Bing was familiar with the concept of, yeah, right. <laughs> I think, Either, somehow. <laughs> I, uh, see if you can corroborate this, Emily Dean. I have a suspicion that Mr Frank Skinner, when hosting this show, has, yes. uh, in case of emergency, break glass. If he's not being funny, I think he bursts into song. <laughs> I think, he, I think he's not being funny. No, if, if he thinks he's not being funny, he bursts into song. I'm, I'm segueing into this Justin Bieber okay. story, you may have noticed. Yeah. I think Frank bursts into song. Bieber got booed by a crowd. Bieber got booed. Bieber got booed. And, uh, and he stripped down to yeah. his Calvins, not uh, Calvin classics. 
No, Cal- if only he'd been wearing Calvin classics. I mean, then and, it would have been the, comedy, wouldn't if it? If the elastic band slightly separated <laughs> from the main <laughs> really garment. <laughs> and they weren't gripping the top of his thighs, just sort of gone baggy like a, no, a couple no, of years do, in. They, the thing about them is <laughs> they're <laughs> too tight on the top of the thigh. What, the classics? Yeah, Does the, classics. the elastic band get liberated from the pant area? It, um... I think it uh, takes part in an independence vote. <laughs> and Over time. It steadily moves away is what happens. <laughs> yeah, it, but that's what happens. Is you ca- if you're not careful, you can be out walking wearing just the elastic band. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, um, he was naked, almost, except for the Calvins. But he, he turned the gig around. They were booing him he at did. a fashion thing, and, and he stripped down um, to the boxer shorts, and, and they cheered him. Yeah. Amazing. That- He's hench, isn't he? It's worth knowing, though. (laughs) It is, yeah. In fairness to Bieber, it's not at all so to be uh, trifled with. No, he's got lower body fat, so he's got a six-pack there. I think there's a lot of people who'd like to trifle with the Bieber torso. Indeed. Um, I, uh, if I was to get, if I was at a gig and it was going badly, I can't imagine stripping down to my (laughs) pants. I can imagine you bursting into song, though. Yes. (laughs) I'll tell you what, I was looking at myself in the mirror the other day, it's not a good idea. Not the feet, just the... And um, and what I've found is that uh, I mean, you, you rarely see one upright, but I look like a pterodactyl. If you can imagine a pterodactyl upright, mm-hmm. you know that sort of like pointy, shouldered, hunched thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. You've got body dysmorphia. If if I went, I could probably get work in a Ray Harryhausen movie. Oh, I dream of a body like that. He's what, a pterodactyl so- body with his, uh... Mm. I dream of pterodactyl... Um, <laughs> I love pointy edges. Um, I, um... There was something weird going on, though, with, uh, with Bieber's. He had a thigh yes. gap. He, he did have gap. a thigh gap. But, I mean, he had quite a big thigh gap. Yes. It looked Sometimes. like he'd got a pair of Lego boxer shorts yeah. on and someone had taken a brick out the middle. Oh. He said, when he stripped, he said, so what's up, is that cool? bit needy. Yes, I just yeah. think there was something wrong about what was downstairs on Bieber. There was a gap, I mean what an actual suggesting? gap. What are you I don't know what to suggest. You're he's been in some kind of accident. <laughs> I think he, he I might... Mean, he does ride motorcycles, but I don't think it's had an effect no, on his uh, gait. It looks like he thought, I'm going to strip down to my pants, so I'll take this whole controversial section out and leave that. Right. See. It looked like there was a piece... I mean, look, I don't like mean... Like he's wearing invisible boxer shorts, like... Are you saying he looked a bit Kendall? Well, more so than... I, c- I really couldn't work it out. There was, it was looks like a square gap at the top of his thighs. I mean, square, and... Yeah, I think that's just a- the shape of the trunk, is it not? You know what no. I think this is? I think you've overanalyzed that well, section. <laughs> Klein by name. Klein by nature. That's what we say in Germany. Absolute... Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This uh, this whole story about Bieber has made me realise that I actually don't know any of his songs. I just know him as a media. Oh, no, I don't know any of his songs. Media figure, <laughs> oh, which no, is why not. I was um, I was very grateful for the capital letter because <laughs> the um, the news article says the baby singer first appeared on stage in a powder blue coat, but baby is a capital B. Because if it was a small, it would be the baby singer. Uh, that's only, the only way I learn about the modern uh, back catalogue. Capitals. The crazy for you star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, that's that's how I. That's but how a baby I singer in a powder blue coat does make Bieber sound really, really young. I know, I know he is young, but he's not a baby singer in a powder blue oh, coat, no. is he? What happened to the powder blue coat when he took his? He took it off. He created just threw it on the floor. Someone I imagine he created quite a bit of litter for a little while. Um, did know, he, when he left, did he like gather all his clothes? <laughs> oh, did he have to run around in his socks gathering everything up? No, but you know when you walk <laughs> and then you drop one of the socks and you have to stop and pick yeah. it up oh. and all that. It turned oh. out he had it all in one of those drawstrings. JD Sports bags oh, that he brought on with I thought him. he rolled it up in a towel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what disappointed me was that Laura Stone was quoted as saying, he said, is Laura, that better? Laura, Laura Stone was on stage with him. Yeah, she was co-presenting it. And he yeah. said, when he stripped to the Calvin Classics, yeah. he said, is that better? And she was quoted as saying, somewhat, which I thought was brilliant. <laughs> somewhat. But it yeah. turned out she only said Could so be. much, and I wish it had been somewhat. Uh, somewhat because that was been... very Dame Maggie Smith. <laughs> somewhat. Yeah, so much. Joyfully either withering or encouraging. That's yeah. great. But what does so much? Is that better? So much better. So much better. Yeah. Oh, I see, so much, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't do that. I couldn't adopt that policy. As you know. Maybe she'd say kumquat. It's <laughs> 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 a bit of a, bit of a dig. <laughs> I was asked, come quat. Hey, come on. Give me a break here. Doing my best here. No, but I'm trying to turn this round here. What are you doing? <laughs> Doing my best here, but it's freezing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> come quat. <laughs> now get quit that. Now cut that out. Under the um, under the powder blue coat that he was originally well, sporting, was. he had like a black vest garment on. <laughs> And then some black trousers, and he. I don't still, like a man in a black vest. He still confidently stripped down. See, I think even if I'd only put that black vest on just before entering the stage area, mm. when I stripped down, I would have belly button fluff the size of a squash ball. I think. <laughs> I, oh. I Do you think know what? I'm a one man belly button wrong, fluff but I'd machine. Lo I'd love it if you stripped down. Mid yeah, it's not. Oh, hey, ho. <laughs> no, just because it. No, just it, it would it would amuse me. Mm. And I don't think things would ever get that desperate for either of you. I've got to be honest. I oh, mean, Frank, well. you obviously say, you've said this before, haven't you? You pointed out that when people feel the need to sort of either put lavi overly lavish clothes on or none at all, mm. you say, obviously, got a lot of faith in your material. Mm. Um, There's some truth in that. How do you both feel about that? I'm sure, have you resorted to anything ever that you're ashamed of? Um, well, my act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Basically, years of um, new laddish yobbishness is what I turn to. Mm. And okay. it works, I'll stop with it. I, <laughs> at bad gigs, I, I wish I had a, a coping strategy like strip-off, but I basically just do my act a bit quicker and go yes, home slightly earlier. Yeah, just do it a bit quicker. <laughs> but I think, and this is perhaps a um, stand-up comedy showbiz secret, but it's well known that um, when your time is nearly up... Uh, say if you're doing a 20 minute set at the mm. comedy at store, they would give you a <laughs> <laughs> they would give you a red light on say 17 or 18 minutes. So Isn't I think it? what happened was Bieber was meant to do six, yeah. and he came on. He started getting booed. He looked up. He saw that the light wasn't on, and he thought, "I'll kill a bit of time. I'll strip off." And then they lit him on five, and he thought, "We're in the home straight now." So you're just well, killing a bit, a bit of time waiting for his red light. But a technical insight there. <laughs> He's waiting the for his red light to come world on. World of live entertainment. <laughs> I saw one of the best turning round of crowds. I, I'll have to tell you this after, because again, adverts. But I saw, a, I saw a man turn a crowd into a si from a silent group into a, a communal party with, with at one stroke. Later. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
Um, my turning a crowd round uh, yeah. thing. What happened was um, I was at a, a hotel and it was New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And I don't like this story. We went down for um, for dinner, mm-hmm. and the hotel manager had decided that he would because it was New Year's Eve. He was going to make the whole thing communal. Mm. So when we got down, he'd turn, he'd put all the tables into one big circular table, and all the guests, none of whom knew each other, mm-hmm. we all had to sit around one big table. Right. Mm. There's only like there's like twenty of us, I suppose. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, no one. That people spoke to the person I was with, but no one spoke to each other at all. It was the most terrible, excruciating, silent failure, social failure. <laughs> and suddenly this bloke got up, um, quite like a fat bloke with a moustache, mm. and he went, uh, I feel good! <laughs> and we all, and we all, everybody, everybody went, uh, <laughs> everybody did that. I mean, you just had to do it. And then he did the whole thing, and we did all the uh, the uh, 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 and it sort of it completely turned things around. So remember that if you're at like a family, Jim Brown, or just start singing "I Feel Good." Yeah, okay. <laughs> Honestly, I'll bear that in mind. Yeah, definitely don't do that at a funeral. What's the next line in, in "I Feel Good"? I knew it's that I, knew I would. That I would. Now. Now. now, isn't it? I knew that I would of. No, he's not from Birmingham. No, I think... I knew that I would of. You know, when people say <laughs> of instead Brown. of have. I think it is. I think he says, I knew that I would of. No, he's not from Dudley. He didn't we say that. We don't know he isn't from Dudley. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I think... I think also, that is in the public domain, I think. He also... The third public. line is an Albinia. <laughs> I think he goes, I feel good. Uh, I knew what I would of. Mm. <laughs> Honestly... <laughs> Wow, that's some weird syntax he's got. No, going it's on there. that thing. You know, the kids make this mistake when they say "would of" instead of "would have." Mm. Yeah, you'll see. I mean, he was a pretty senior figure at the point that he was still singing it in that way. Well, they've just made a film about him, so we'll, oh, we'll, 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 time get, will to, tell. we'll get to the bottom of this. As it happens, we've had one seven seven texting James Brown, which is a weird piece of casting. <laughs> <laughs> 177 has texted uh, Are you going to read this? Yeah, I'm going to read it. I okay. don't mind. Good luck. I'll, I'll, He's not going to shoot the messenger, is he? It's coming from 177. I'm just reading it to him. Go on. Frank, surely your reaction to a fading gig is kissing Greg Davis. <gasps> oh. <laughs> That's absolutely oh. correct. <laughs> yeah. We should say Frank once we did We did cover on... it on the show, didn't we? What yes. was it, Frank? Uh, it was on um, Let's, um, Let's Dance. Let's Dance for Comic Relief. Uh, you know what, then? You know there's about Friday... If you hadn't stopped me then, I was just about to say Let's Die for Comic Relief. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, it was... Uh, we did do that. Mm. We kissed. Which is a thing... If ever you see two males kissing on the telly, I don't mean like a gay kiss moment, but like comedians, mm-hmm. horseplay, it's the last... It's the last measure. Oh, is it? It's that moment when they open the last uh, tin of prawns in Captain Scott's snow-covered tent and they know they're all going to die. It's the last thing. So you're quite right. Well is that, spotted. Is that what ended them? Seafood? I, the, th- uh, I, think, I think that's what... Was it, was it did prawns? Did they eat prawns? I've no idea what they had. <laughs> well, I would have done it. Now, that, it's, no it's wonder. <laughs> they made their own minds up, you know. But they, they weren't forced to go. <laughs> yes, you heard it here first. It's about time that the record was set straight on that. <laughs> they were reckless. Dean and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolutely.
Roots Radio. Frank, you may remember on this show that we actually announced some live breaking news not long ago, which was to do with this disappearance of Arge. Oh, I oh. thought you meant the previous link when uh, <laughs> Frank was saying that they were reckless. <laughs> on the, uh, what, the Scott R- Captain Robert Falcon Scott's That team. was also a form of live breaking news. That was our ticker tape. Yes. Um, but Frank... You say that, that'll be all over the Sundays tomorrow. <laughs> How's that Wayne Bridge? <laughs> anyway, yes. Anyway, um, I remember the the yeah. I remember Arge exactly. Was lost. Yes, I believe you broke the news very sensitively by saying Arge once was lost, but now is found. <laughs> yes, to the tune indeed. of Amazing Grace. Yeah, so, it was lovely. It was a lovely way to talk about. Obviously, I'm struggling. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Arge has spoken out about the missing hours in his life. Oh, that spoilt it. <laughs> oh. Well, I was worried sick. Hmm. He says... I can't say I was worried sick. Hmm. I've got to be honest with you now, mm. to be yeah. absolutely laying my cards on. I, it was like... Have you ever... Had, I remember once, um, when I lived with David Baddiel, yeah. and uh, we got a, a Christmas card from uh, Corrie Paradise, mm. local uh, Indian restaurant, which is nice. And um, we mislaid it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wasn't that bothered if we didn't find it. You know right. what I mean? And I mean, it was fine. It wasn't someone I knew I well. I Arge to Curry Paradise. <laughs> I felt the same about... It's so insensitive. I thought, if we don't find him... Oh, was this Curry Paradise well, story I think a sort he of likes a parable? A, I think yeah. he likes a Curry Paradise sort of thing. Yeah, I could have, uh, you know, I, it wasn't one of the cards I was desperate right. to find. Yeah. We'd get up there on the ribbon. Mm-hmm. We'd, we'd put the ribbons up. It was all about filling the ribbon. And I think yeah. in many, many ways, art is all about filling the celebrity ribbon. Yes. I, when one puts up the celebrity decorations. I would agree. I don't, I don't quite know who he is, really. Oh. But, but people like well, him, don't they? I remember Argent, the band. Hold your head up. Ah, hold your head up. Vaguely. Well, he's got a similar name to <laughs> that. <laughs> well, that's cleared that up. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Jackson. Uh, Arge was... It was very simple... He was meant to get on a flight, he missed his flight, so he checked into a hotel. Can I point out, he missed his flight by being at the wrong airport. He was at the wrong mm. airport, we've all mm. done it. And he said, uh, I basically just chilled in the hotel with no battery. I don't like, I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, I don't, I, um, I struggle with The this. cleaner woke him up. She we've, knocked on the door. The cleaner's like some oh. Hetty Wainthrop investigates time, because <laughs> yeah. why the hotel staff, who had his name, didn't realise he was missing, I don't know. That's a good point, yeah. But she knocked on the door, she said, you're missing. Why didn't he have to not disturb up? Well, did... they tend to ignore that anyway, don't they, in most hotels? Why didn't he have a battery? There's all sorts of questions that Why didn't he have a charger? Is he illiterate? Charger. <laughs> <laughs> It's illiterate. Well, what do we think? I, guess, I mean, did he did he put up and uh, please make up my room? <laughs> when he made, he went, please do not disturb. Yeah, please make up my room, and while you're at it, make up my excuse for disappearing. <laughs> yeah. um, and was it a publicity stunt? Do we think? I wonder. I mean, the most shocking thing, the, the moment when I was genuinely concerned, was when it, when I discovered he had an agent. <laughs> And, uh, and the, the agent was waiting for him at the airport. Where were they going? <laughs> they were flying somewhere. Oh, <laughs> it's going abroad. Yeah. With his agent. I mean, what, what, what are they you doing? Were, you were on in London. Where are they He's go- flying somewhere. Where, where are they going? <laughs> Seems wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, Sundance. Sundance Festival. <laughs> 
make any sense at all. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, I need to talk to you about my week because can you both stop looking at Sky News, please? <laughs> Uh, I did something... Uh, sorry, I, I absolutely hanker for a top tock uh-huh. <laughs> I don't mean plastic surgery, I mean... Well, we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay, <laughs> snack. Uh, I did something a little bit trendy. Um, mm. Ice bucket challenge. Oh, no. <laughs> I won't do that. I think it's disrespectful to the victims of the Titanic disaster. Uh, good point, good point. I won't do it, but just because of my hair. Uh, vaping. Uh, no, I went to a gig. Oh. Now, I don't often go to gigs... For reasons which will become clear. Mm. Was it the Royal Opera Presently. House? No, I went to Kasabian. Oh. oh. I'm glad I pronounced it right. Imagine if I'd have said Kasabian. Yeah, that <laughs> oh, would have been, been all right. Kasabian. I'm going to call them that now. Uh, kind courtesy of Absolute Radio. It was nice. an intimate gig. I took Daisy, producer, with me. She went a bit mum's gone wild. You know <laughs> when the mums she? have to stay in too much and they don't get out that often? Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Like babysitter o'clock. She, it was hands in the air like she just didn't care. Drunk by about 7.45, yeah? Mm. I know the um, I, I kissed a girl and I like it. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. No, when you, you say it was in in, an intimate gig, how, how well, small are we talking? It's funny you should say that, because I was told it was intimate. Now, if I'm told there's going to be an intimate evening with celebrities, mm. yeah. any more than seven, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, they were about 500, would you say, days? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's, I imagine that's quite small for a Kasabian gig, yeah. says the man who has well, no iron. Well, to put we this were... in context, I was offered Kasabian tickets for last Friday night in Manchester, but I had to reject them because I was in London uh, in, in readiness to perform on this very show a week ago. Mm. And then I was also offered uh, a trip to the Kasabian show. All right, we Tuesday all know night. you're one of the gang. <laughs> and, uh, and I had to turn that down also because of a professional engagement. So, um, I'm, I'm pretty upset about that. Okay. But, but the first one that I turned down was in an arena, so they're an arena band. Hmm. But okay, should we talk about the things you his... didn't do or the things I did do? Coincidentally, okay. I yeah. once turned down Tina Arena. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, about 500, Al. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. But on an elevated tier section, I got a stamp and a wristband. Mm-hmm. I oh, was like a true. pig in the city. Yeah. And... <laughs> well, you wouldn't come out. <laughs> <laughs> we, I like being in an elevated tier section. I checked out Kasabian's hair. Everything's fine. There's no Prince William issues. It's quite big. They're all big fine. Big hair. What, that surge? How many yeah, are they? Got big. I don't know. How many, how many are there? would That's you say there are? Four. I love the way how many are there. Like someone asking <laughs> the population of Manchester. <laughs> how many are there? About five, I reckon. Well, um, four is about five. <laughs> well, I think it's five. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, Daisy it's, and it's I... It's good that we're presenting a show on, uh, <laughs> on, on a rock station. One of the country's <laughs> leading music things. You don't know how many people are in Kasabian. <laughs> I like we, their music, but I can't do a count while listening to no. it. Because they could have double recorded stuff, couldn't they? Well, exactly. Um, so Daisy and I, we hung out with the breakfast crew, the OC... We hung out with Richie, who was charming. We didn't see much of the OC, because he was a bit bridezilla. He was running around. It was his big night, I think. Was he hosting it? No. He's introducing no. people. No, oh, that was okay. Pete Donaldson. All right. He was too busy to speak to us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. But what I found about uh, Cassette Casabian <laughs> yeah. is that 
I like that they don't do own stuff, like Kate Bush. They do all the greatest hits, which is good. But I'll tell you what I hated? You can't talk. And I realise this about gigs. I love talking, Fang. That's all I like to do. And <laughs> I've actually discovered that. So I was talking and talk- and I could see. I mean, that Richie was thinking, well, this woman never shut up. Mm-hmm. I just, mm. I hated having to be quiet. Because I think, however good their music is, how could it possibly be more interesting than what I've got to say? I'm sorry. I mean, this is the first time I've ever thought this about you, but would you have genuinely been happier at the Weatherspoons around the corner? <laughs> I love Casabian, but I just would rather be sharing a funny anecdote. So I just pushed the hell on through. I talked about the entire night. Oh, oh God. Oh, yeah, one of those. <laughs> one of those oh, people. I, I, just... I feel the same revulsion I did when you said that you drive in the middle lane all the way there. <laughs> No, oh, no, I became like a musical accompaniment, my drone, throughout oh, the night. Oh, no, I know. Oh, actually, you've, <laughs> you've been behind me um, <laughs> at, at every hospitality gig I've ever yeah. been to. There's yeah. always someone saying, Yeah, well, I went, to, I saw Giles <laughs> and we had some really great grass down there. <laughs> oh, please. Never have I more wanted a backpack flamethrower than in the hospitality. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, Kath, Kath, my girlfriend, Kath, went to the. Um, Friends and family, Kate Bush. Oh, did gig, she? Which was a very friends and family. She that was quick. Yeah, family and um, she sat behind a well-known actress who I probably shouldn't name, or, or and who talked throughout and even talked in a slow, slightly, you know, taking the Mickey out of the show kind <gasps> of. Oh, I won't have that. Unacceptable. But black mark there to uh, Fiona Shaw. <laughs> listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 81215. Please, if you please. Mm-hmm. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio if it suits you. <laughs> and email the show via the Absolute Radio website if you have time. <laughs> nice, nicely done. I, don't, well, I, it, I realise I'm reading it as a, as a command. Mm, yeah, you I don't want to boss them around, oh, do you? God, no. Not the readers. It's not, it's, I don't have it in me. No. Um, right. Not nowadays. As Bing Crosby said, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, when the God of... Sorry. Oh, you're not going to not burst into song just because of what I said. Exactly, I... no, if you made me sound <laughs> you really? Well done, I like Alan it. Alan said uh, earlier in the show that um, Frank <laughs> likes to burst into song if he thinks he's not being funny. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> Just a as... recap for any readers that missed that <laughs> moment. It wasn't as combat. Quite an awkward moment in my life. Well, it's not, as been, it's not been as awkward as when I said that um, I thought the first episode of this series of Doctor Who was all right. <laughs> And uh, and that I thought cricket was a terrible game. I mean, that was well, a they, real. They were both quite awkward moments. Yeah, but you know, we we got through it. Sometimes the, I um... wonder why Frank employs such honesty <laughs> around him. I, mean, oh, I think it's good to have. You uh... could just have sycophants who agreed with you and went, "Yeah, mate, great." Mm. I could, but uh, I don't want to. Yes, man. Or as the French, I think, call it a wee, a wee mm. hum. Yeah. I don't want to wee. I don't want to surround myself with wee hums. No, that's a good rule. No. Um, on the uh, on the subject of the Doctor Who, um, and uh, to a certain extent your forthcoming appearance, there may be a new headline-grabbing uh, cameo in town. I don't know if uh, if the readers will be aware, but Hollywood superstar George Clooney... George Clooney! 
George Clooney. George Clooney, the he's, uh, you know he's him, crazy, for, crazy for love star. Looks like Greek, George Clooney, or as I call him, Greek Dad on the school run. Gorge, yes. Gorge, and uh, he's he is, he's, he's going to take a guest role in TV hit Downton Abbey for a charity sketch. Apparently, well, that's it. He's he's, he's not, it's quite not quite doing, a cameo, is it? He's not quite doing Downton Abbey. Is, is he? He could just be in Downton Abbey, surely, if he like phoned his agent. Unless his agent is going to somewhere with Arge. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine they've got the same agent. They've got the same agent. (laughs) So who do you represent at a party? I've got, uh, George Clooney, um, Arge I've got. I've got. Sorry? You know Arge? Arge? What is that? You know Arge, are you from uh, (laughs) Towie? Clooney I know, Arge? Who is this guy, Arch? Steve, why don't I know about Arch? <laughs> okay. I wish Arch Venice... would go out with someone called Tina. Don't <laughs> 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 say Argentina. It's coming. Good. Very coming good. Around tonight. Don't cry for me. Very good. <laughs> um. Anyway, where were we? Yeah, Greek he's dad uh, on the school run. Not that fast. George Clooney's going to go into uh, Downton Downton Abbey for a sketch, but I'm sure I still think he could get in it. He, he could get in it, couldn't he? Like Can they I could do out? something about the Boston Tea Party. So I might have got my history wrong, time-wise, but um, they could fit it in, couldn't they? Yeah. They could just if, put oh, in. If he want, well, they could have certainly. Any American could turn up at any time at Downton. Well, oh, they've, time, they've got they've got to the First World War now, have they? Yeah. So the I think they've got. I don't. I don't follow. Oh, it. I don't keep up with it. Um, Will there be a point um, when they'll be in space? What <laughs> yes. mountain? Well, they're going to keep because they're they're yeah. rattling through the uh, through the centuries. Are they? Well, they're, they're already the First World Wars. I think has been and gone. Wow! Oh, yeah. It's mm. a bit like Doctor Who in that respect. Mm. But uh, and this is a sketch on um, ITV's Text Santa. Oh yeah, so you're familiar with Text Santa? Yeah, but. Uh, I have to Did say, you do it? and don't get me wrong, I, all, all, all charity obviously is, uh, does good, ultimately. Mm. But I'm worried about, since he's signed with Archie's agent, <laughs> yeah. things have gone wrong for Clooney. Because really? he said, Archie's agent has said to him, the thing is, George, if you're going to do a charity show in the UK, there's only one, there's only one, only mm. one to go for, and that's Tech Santa. Is that, is that... That's right not the big it. one, is it? No. Mm. It should have gone. What he's done, he was trying to get Arge on Tech Santa. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's, and they've said, no, no. And he said, I'll tell you what, what if I can get Clooney on? That's what will, you ta- will you take Arge? I bet he's... you Arge is a sort of a well-meaning houseboy in that same sketch. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. What I think's going to happen. Next thing you know, they both be on Let's Dance for Comic Relief. The kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Arge and Clooney. The same agent might Don't have Santa Don't Argent Clooney. Yeah. I, well, well, let's just, you just watch the, what's oh, happening. Okay. I, know, no, I, know, I, know. I know how this business works. <laughs> don't worry about that. You don't. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I had a text in Frank from 056. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not listening live. Uh, he's at a funeral at the moment. But he said he came home the other night. Should it be texting? I don't know. <laughs> and I turned on the TV, and there was Frank on top of the Pops too, playing the French horn. Can uh, Frank actually play the French horn? Well, mm, no. Ah, okay. It's just that we were miming to the track. We were, this is when uh, Three Lions was on top of the Pops. We were miming to the track, and so I thought I might as well. 
mm. go through the miming ceiling. You were doing a sub. TV fakery, yeah. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> My manager, however, plays the French horn at orchestra level. Oh, is that true? That's, that hel- true. that's helpful. Yeah. Um, zero five six also says I heard Nugget text another show the other day. He's oh. moonlighting. God damn it! <laughs> I heard that Nugget signed up with Arge and George Clooney's agent. <laughs> that, that, that's uh, the, the big three. They're there. <laughs> that's. Uh, what about if he married someone called Mabel? Mabel Arge. She'd be called uh, Mabel Arge. That's a bit like Marble Art. Oh. oh, what a beautiful <laughs> morning! <laughs> anyway, I had a, I had an exciting um, cameo, of course. Well, of course, in the, in the Doctor Who. Yeah. No, I wasn't oh. on about that. Well, that's oh. yet, yet to uh, yet to be aired. Mm-hmm. What, what were you I, in then? Um, I was the mystery voice on a local radio show on Emmerdale. Were you? Yeah. Shut up, you weren't. Yeah, so <laughs> the plot was, you know, that they thought they'd won ten grand or something. Mm-hmm. And they got I, to hear you. And, uh, yeah, and in the end, I think they got the voice wrong or something. And they guessed yeah. Adrian Charles, and it was you. <laughs> but, you know, it's another, another tick on the list, you know, it's one of Isn't the it? country's leading soaps. It is. What about Pope John Paul II in uh, Brookside? Do you remember that? No. He no. Did, yes, because Sheila and Bobby Grant, I do remember they went on a pit, they went oh, to like, Rome. was in the background? They went he to... was in the background <laughs> when they went to Rome. And the brilliant thing was it did say, as himself. <laughs> he was in the credits. Brilliant. John Paul II. Brilliant. That was the best one. <laughs> the best. Yeah. It could, it could have been John Paul II as God's representative on Earth. What about if yeah. they'd gone that far? <laughs> that would be great. That would, I mean, what about that for a credit? I mean, I don't think it's the best, though. Surely the best is um, Alan Cochran as barman in Not Going Out. <laughs> oh, yes, more, that gets brought up quite a lot. The more I think about it, the more I think that that barman must have changed jobs or, you know, mm. perhaps they've started drinking in a different establishment because it does not seem to be coming to fruition as a regular role for me. No. What about um, when Jack DeMarnio was uh, walked into reception on Crossroads? <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. remember that. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> it did in, happen, uh, but in... if anyone gets that, I would congratulate <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who knows that. Jack DeMario was actually a leading figure in radio in this country. Is that right? So let us, you know, full yeah. respect. In fact, I'll tell you, I tell you what, what, I'll, what I'll do. I'm going to play this just for Jack DeMario. Okay. Hello, Mr. Radio. We don't do enough uh, DeMario-based requests. <laughs> we on really Absolute don't. Radio. Oh, thank, uh, Chris Lowe. Now, do you know the Pet Shop Boys one? Mm-hmm. The one with the baseball cap? Oh, yes. Um, the he, one who isn't the other one, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He had an encounter with Helen Daniels in Neighbours. Did he? I can't remember what it was exactly, but I'm sure he was in Neighbours. He was. Oh, there's some good Neighbours cameos. Yeah. Are yeah. there? Who yeah. else? Oh, yeah, Russell uh, Crowe. Clive also. James, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the others now. Give me a second. No, it's all right. I'm not prepared <laughs> to give you a second. <laughs> no, I want you to... Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I tell you what, shall we, uh, shall we go to, um, the corner? Oh, yeah, oh, you know what that means, the corner. Oh, yeah. The jingle. Here we go. Just gets better. It's a grower. Mm. Yeah. It's a grower. Um, I, I have in my, uh, in my possession an email to read to you. Greetings, mirthmakers. 
Uh, is, it, is it from the German Chancellor, Herr Hitler? That's what it sounded like. <laughs> I have in my possession. <laughs> uh, apropos of nothing at all, uh? I thought I would point out a curious use of language on the show. Um, I think that might be apropos of something. Uh, mm. Frank often says underestimated when most people would say underappreciated or undervalued. While etymologically correct, let me see what he's done. Mm. He's put correct like I say it. In modern English, underestimated is usually used in relation to something's strength rather than to make a judgment of its worth. Even if this missive reaches Mr Radio, I have no doubt he will continue to use the word in his own unique way, in keeping with his reputation as a bit of a linguistic git. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it always me that's the bearer of bad news no, on I, these? I, I don't know. It's, um, so so I'm, I'm using that wrongly if I say no, someone's saying saying underestimated. It, I think you're saying that you're using it but, rightly, but, but somewhat unfashionably. Oh, I see. Hmm. What about, you know, when people do a... Do a they, what they call a guesstimate. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know when they say, oh, yeah, "Well, a guesstimate would be blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. If they if they are a bit low, have they underestimated? Yes. Do, do people say that? No, but you could start it. Okay, I'm going to say that. Now. I, you well, are. I a, think um, you will. You are a tastemaker and a trailblazer, after all. In that case, maybe things that I lots and lots of people like, but I'm not that keen on. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be said that I underestimate. Do you see what I mean? Because my yes is much, much fainter than this. No, that one doesn't work. Okay, I'll do, I'll do that one then. <laughs> the terrible one. That was just, you know, I'm throwing it all out there. Um, Isn't it a lovely <laughs> day to get caught in the rain? Uh, he adds, P.S. No night's move from me. I don't think my neck of the woods needs any introduction to Emily, prisoner 78127, Musl- Muswell Hill. Oh, he's in the North London area. 27 years oh, old. Oh, that's why. Well, it could be his address, 27 Muswell Hill. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have read yeah, wow. it out if it is. <laughs> that's, that's some property. <laughs> why don't we start doing that, reading out the names and addresses of people? Who... <laughs> All right, yeah, fine. Enough for Should that? we start doing that? Instead of the last three digits of the phone number, from now on I'll just start reading out the entire phone number. Well, what would be yeah, nice, then? thought our readers could all get to know each other a bit more. We'd, we'd be a social network. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. We need to, what can really we call hard. ourselves? Um, what about... Um, a book. <laughs> Twit book. Twit book. Yeah, because yeah. so, we're all sort of twits, in a way. And bookish. You know what, you know what I'm saying? And bookish. Yeah. Book twits. <laughs> yeah. Book twits. Book twits. Hang on, there is a no, book twit. Like twit so, is there a book twit? Yeah. No, I like... These are old doll. I like oh. twit books because it sounds ridiculous. Okay, Let's twit, have books. twit books. So we'll add That's that. That's our okay. social Anyone wants to get in touch with everyone else who emails... Contact no, us on... Um, it's not legal to do this. What? What? To give out... E- e- to just launch a business on, on air. <laughs> well, you can do that. Oh, can we? Well, what can't we yeah. do? Well, I mean... Um, Why are you going on about legalities? The LC's making a fortune of boot sales with those Wix tools. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't... No, I don't think we can do this. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We're still in the corner... And I'm going to share with you a missive from uh, DJ Pele. DJ Pele? Mm. DJ Pele. At last. I knew being in the same building as Kiss FM would rub <laughs> off on us, and here we are. We've arrived. Mm-hmm. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. Long-time listener slash first-time scriber. Great show. Well done on award. Who? Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew... <laughs> What's blah, blah? They're the Triffids. 
I live in Dubai now, since March, and was listening to my backlog of your podcasts when I heard you all start speaking about staying in a wine-themed room not long ago. Mm. I just wondered if you've ever stayed in a hotel in Gateshead, which also has themed rooms. I stayed there many moons ago in a room I think you would have loved being a John Wayne fan. It was a cowboy-themed room. Fab. Mm. The walls were dark wood with wagon wheels, old-style pictures on the walls. (laughs) (laughs) The bedside lamps were fashioned as oil lamps. Brilliant. The furniture looked like it belonged in a saloon. And the bed was a wagon, complete with (laughs) fabric roof. Brilliant. It was a fab night's sleep, but it felt really weird when I woke up in the morning. My friend stayed in another one of the rooms in the hotel, fashioned as a sheikh's harem. All, all fab, but don't know if it's still there. So that's from DJ Pele. I wonder if he left a circle in the wagon. Mm. Mm. My, my concern with that would be the uh, security of my possessions, because obviously if it's got one of those saloon doors, people could just yeah. walk in yeah, and yeah, help yeah. themselves to your iPad. Well, not mm. just my possessions, but my privacy when I'm doing my ablutions. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, I get up to all sorts. Mm-hmm. Ah, the swing in there. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds great, though. It does sound good. I'd like. Where is he? It's in Gateshead. Gateshead. Okay, that's how you say it. He's, and he says I live in Dubai. Is that right? Yes, he, he lives in Dubai well, he now. Says he lives March. in Dubai. Uh, it's interesting that because normally, if someone says I live in Dubai, I've written them off as a human being before they get to the end of the sentence. Yeah. But I actually, mm. like, I like the sound of this guy. Yeah. Mm. It makes me think now. Maybe I judge people too harshly. Yeah. You, oh, you think? That's possible. <laughs> What gave you that idea? See, I stopped with it with this guy. I know it turns out he likes a Western-themed room, which is... Yeah, loves John Wayne. I really like... I, I, I like I, the sound of DJ Pelle. Well, you stayed in a, in a, be- in a Beatles hotel, didn't you? I really like the I idea did. of themed. Yes. Oh, I love that Beatles hotel. I don't think I've... I've, I've stayed in a lot of bed and breakfast where the theme seems to be bleakness. Yes, <laughs> but I don't think that's official. <laughs> Oh, isn't it? Oh, I just thought it was a thing that they'd all agreed on. I've been, uh, I've stayed at like a Walt Disney one, but I've never, I really like the idea of a themed. Oh, I love a Walt Disney one. I'd like something a bit more obscure. I told you like, my favourite. What about, um, Rip Off Britain? Oh, the a theme. Rip Britain themed hotel. <laughs> or, or Broken Britain. Scott and Bailey. Scott and yeah. Bailey? A Scott and Bailey themed hotel. I'd, I'd be there, like, and I've never seen it, but I just, <laughs> just respect them for their grasping of obscurity. <laughs> respect. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We need to discuss grooming. Um, I regularly come here with questions of what is acceptable. You know, earlier on you were talking about your toes needing... Uh, Eaten away oh, at. Just my toes. Or your whole, feet. Whole, your whole, everything. Whole lower foot. I'm growing my own platforms. I, um, I, I think I've talked before on this show about how I, um, I trim my toenails. Uh, I'm on the same cycle as the dog. When she needs doing, I need doing. Um, but what Do I did... Th- can was, I just, before you get yeah. deep into this... Yeah. Um, why don't they make really long toe... You know those things that you cut the, 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 the end of the lawn with? Oh, the secateurs, with? yeah. You know yeah. The, the, when you do the end of the lawn yeah. nice and straight? If they made toenail clippers that long, wouldn't yeah. life be easier? It'd be less portable, though, wouldn't they? You'd have to have a, like, a proper walk-in cupboard for the... Why don't you just go the... to my Chinese man? I've told you. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure about him. I think he's a jack of all trades. So here's the thing. We all spent a month at the Edinburgh Festival, didn't we? Mm. I didn't take up any toenail clippers and I didn't take up any cotton buds to do the old earwax. Mm. And I completely forgot about the earwax. So I went a full, I would say, six weeks with no um, no cotton buds. Really? And I got back and did them with three, three buds, the whole lot. That's it, done. 
not. Did you make a small candle? No. Mm. That would have been lovely, wouldn't it? Just an average amount. I love the idea of having a candle made out of me. It's <laughs> a nice idea. Yeah. However, I bet there were Tom's catalogue's idea of setting fire to it as well. <laughs> yes, I think the, um, so. The fingernails were, uh, I bit them down, um, but then there's the toenails Did you? To I deal didn't, with. you didn't strike me as a biter, I won't o- lie. Only to prune, not as a like nervous thing, just bit them down to keep them short. Um, Saves on the but old... The, uh... But the toenails were an issue, and then I realised that I was going to a martial arts gym, as you know, I sometimes go to these places, oh, and, yeah. uh, and they had some communal toenail clippers tied on a bit of string and stuck hey. to the wall. You are kidding. Because obviously if people have got long toenails and you're, you're grappling with them, you can scratch them. That's maybe why yeah. that woman took the crock off like the a, child. Like, <laughs> a pen, like a pen um, in a post office on a <laughs> yes, chain. Yes, very well, yeah. similar to or that. I was going to use the uh, betting shop reference, so, but that says so much about me. So I used those clippers once during the festival and I told my wife, oh, I've clipped my toenails at the, uh, at the martial arts gym today and she was absolutely absolutely disgusted mm. she said you've used communal toenail clippers and i went well yeah but if you go for a pedicure they're not only using them once and throwing them away like a lot it's of, a I syringe they, they sterilize that my chinese man is spotless do you but think he sterilizes i bet he doesn't put them in boiling hot water and then get them out with some tongs no, afterwards excuse me believe that excuse me we have trust between us <laughs> that reminds me of that uh, cafe in in spark hill in birmingham where they used to have the knives and forks on chains <laughs> And the woman used to come around with a bucket of soapy water and clean him with a flannel at the table. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, also on the subject of my grooming, I haven't finished discussing that yet. You may have noticed in recent weeks I've stopped shaving, so I'm now um, a, a gentleman with a beard, I would say. Is that it's what you cool. said? You, what do you, you gonna, think, Frank? I quite like of, it. One of those comics with a big bushy beard, is that where you're going? Well, no, I'm just not shaving, but it has had ramifications, because I do think there is oh. a sense of people with beards in the community start to notice each other. You don't quite do the VW yes, driver's yeah. wave, Yeah. but had a bit of an awkward incident this week where I had to fight the temptation to ask someone out on a date and i did i had oh. been for a swim i was in the shower communal showers mm. and i was washing communal was, showers that'd be right and there was a gentleman next to me who was washing also and i looked at him and thought oh he's washing similar to me and he was in the pool swimming Do up and he's down. washing similar <laughs> to you oh, he was washing I'm similar watching, to yeah. me he I'm had watching. a load of lather on his arms at the same time that i did Frank, no, he doesn't. He doesn't ask for much in common, does I he? I haven't finished. I haven't finished. How much variety of washing do you see at your gymnasium? Well, also, if you go to Match dot com, which you shouldn't be, because obviously you're very happily married, but I am. Um, that's not a box you can tick. <laughs> Wash is similar to me. Yeah. He was washing similar to me. Trust me on this. He was washing similar to me. Okay. He had a beard and he'd been swimming, and I very nearly asked him if he wanted to go for a coffee. <laughs> I had to stop myself because I thought, well, we've got a lot in common. He must, he must live local. Can I, are you aware of the concept of a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The no, penny's really well, dropped oh, now. No. Um, yes, you better arrive fully yourself. I was there, wondering why he was all steamy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, um, yes, it's, it's, it's really become the thing now to have a beard, hasn't it? I think it's nice, though. Yeah, but Would that, you not but, do, go for it, Frank? I quite, like a beard. No, but my beard's going to be a bit um, Grizzly Adams. That's the oh, problem. Is it? It's going to be white now. Well, white I'm going to snow. Actually, it could be this good time of the year for a bit of extra work. Tech Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Large. <laughs> yeah, you get a absolutely. gig in that. I could be in it with Clooney. <laughs> I'm, um, 
Well, I was looking at some beard oil. Apparently, oiling the beard is a nice thing to do. But yeah, it, it's good for it, isn't it? There's some strange smelling ones. I looked at a website that has lots of different beard oil. Beard and, oil? Yeah. And l- listen to the, some of the smells that they've got. Black coffee. Now, that seems like something that you can achieve without beard oil, just by drinking good, black though, coffee. If, if you're inclined yeah. to drowsiness. If you've got Tobacco. Wafting up. Oh, no. Why would you want to smell of that? Bay rum. I mean, people will talk if you turn up for a professional engagement. I he's going to say Beirut. <laughs> <laughs> smells of Beirut. Yeah. Excited but there were some idea. nice smelling ones. It sounded like mahogany, rosemary. I like the sound of rosemary. Oh, I don't want to smell of furniture. Rosemary would be good, wouldn't it? I might get some rosemary. Well, depends, which, depends which rosemary. <laughs> bergamot. I don't even know what that is, but I might get some. Okay, why don't you ring Do you that nice friend of yours is? from the swimming pool and you can go and discuss all this with him. Oh, okay. The Ungents. <laughs> Again, their second album. That <laughs> <laughs> was really, really good. Well, the, the um, Pungents. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I, 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 I wish I could... See, I had a beard when, when they weren't fashionable. I Did had you? A big, I had a big ginger beard. Yes, I've seen a photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I, I do recall. But I don't think a, a white beard on a comedian is going to work, is it? I think Al needs to keep his, though, because it's working. Buster Meredith, I suppose, he got some yeah. laughs. Worked for him. Yeah. But I don't know if... Um, yeah, maybe if they did, uh, if they did like, a, if they toured... Um, fools and horses. Oh yeah, mm. I could be in for the Meredith uh, <laughs> Meredith role. What do you think? Hmm. <laughs> I think that could work. I think I, if I, you I think have you will, could, I think you could be a, a, a Rodis. I could have been reasonable Rodis <laughs> twenty years ago. And Boise, oh. I think, as himself is what I'm guessing. <laughs> Pope John Paul II. <laughs> yeah, he, he'd be in it as. Um, oh yeah, could be Del Boy. <laughs> um, no, uh, they'll, I'm surprised they haven't done it. If there's anyone listening who owns the rights, get in there. Yeah, and uh, I'll I'll start uh, I'll start straining that out. That beard. The beard. Anyway, um, I know what I never thought about this week. A new ending for the show. Do you remember last week? I thought oh, maybe we'd better. What are we going to do? Oh, I, don't know. I just don't know. It's, it's too late to think of it now. Why don't we just start thinking about it, what we could do at the end of the show every week at the end of the show? <laughs> That's a good idea. Seems like it's be a good its own solution. It'd be like Vardna, so you end the movement with a sense of uncertainty. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.